Hey guys, Ben here from Comic Comedians. I just wanted to tell you guys about the best podcasting program there is called Anchor. Anchor is literally the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Comic Comedians, the only show where Mr. Fantastic does not lie. He just merely stretches the truth, I might say. My name's Ben Schubert. I'm your host, and today I'm doing something very fun. For the first time ever, I'm going to be going on TikTok Live and answering questions from my fans about me, like what are my favorite superheroes, what's my favorite Ninja Turtle, what is my favorite comic book, what's the most money I've ever spent on a comic book, stuff like that. So before we jump into anything, let's jump into that title sequence right now. Here we go. Okay. So let's get this started. Aiden Gaston, he asked me, what is my favorite Marvel character, but it cannot be from the original universe? That is a great question. My favorite Marvel character that isn't from the original universe, if I had to pick, it would be Miles Morales from the Ultimate Universe. He's definitely made the biggest impact. He's now part of the 616. However, he started out in the Ultimate Universe, and it's technically not the original universe. So Miles Morales, I love the end of the Spider-Verse movie. It's all just great stuff there and i can't wait for the second one to come out so yeah if i had to pick my favorite character from outside of the 616 marvel universe it'd be miles morales great question aiden ethan miller asked me who is my favorite marvel villain his is the lizard my favorite marvel villain has to be hobgoblin Hobgoblin is probably one of my favorite villains. I don't know what it is about Ned Leeds that I just like so much. I just think he is an awesome villain. You know what I mean? He's just always got a trick up his, up his sleeve. Him and the Green Goblin. All the goblins are really cool. But if I had to pick one, probably the Hobgoblin would be my favorite. Great question. Thank you so much. Now, Jay asked me, who is my favorite Ninja Turtle? My favorite Ninja Turtle has to be either Michelangelo or Donatello. I don't know what it is about those two. I guess it's because they're kind of underrated. Growing up, I was a skateboarder, so I do enjoy skateboarding a lot. And, uh, you know, Michelangelo was cool. However, I use a bow staff when I practice martial arts. Yes, I do that. And the bow staff, is, it's probably one of my favorites, and that's what, Michael, uh, that's what Donatello uses. So I would say out of the two, it'd be Donatello, especially because Rob Paulson plays him in the new 2012 show. So, you know, and he's my spirit animal. So that that's what uh, I would say about that. Okay, so my little sister, Emily, we've had her on the podcast before. She asked the question, do I think Peter Parker, upon receiving his first McFlurry, tried to use the spoon as a straw? And my question, my answer to that is yes. I know, if we're talking MCU, Peter, that man definitely used that spoon as a straw. I mean, I, who hasn't? I mean, if you didn't, I, I fear you. You you are a scary person upon my eyes. So that is that is a great question. Good good question, Emily. That is a great question. Jay also asked me, do I like The Flash? I will admit, I'm not the biggest Flash fan. However, when I did this take one, yes, I, I messed up the first time. I forgot to plug in the microphone, so we had no content whatsoever. Ash, one of my mutuals, she asked me, who is my favorite Flash? And my favorite Flash is the Red Death. 
from death metal and i mean just from dark knights metal i mean so i would say and the reason why is because he's just so cool and his origins very cool basically bruce wayne lost all the robins and he tried to get them back by using the speed force by driving so fast he can go back in time so he hogtied the flash to his to the batmobile and he then said oh let me drive fast enough, and basically he drove so fast that both Bruce Wayne's mind and Barry Allen's mind merged and became the Red Death, which is why he's my favorite. Well, let's go on to my next question. All right, Kami Sama, he asked me, "Do I know any hero from Japan like Ultraman or Carmen Rider?" Uh, bro, I actually grew up in Japan. Uh, I lived there from third grade to fifth grade, so. When it comes to Japanese superheroes, I'm your guy. I actually grew up watching Super Sentai, so that's part of the reason why I'm so into Power Rangers the way I am. So, yeah, I, I do know of Ultraman, who is actually ran by Marvel now, and Kamen Rider. I've heard of both of them, actually. So, But if I had to pick all of, out of all of them, Super Sentai is where it's at, bro. Or Toku, Satsu is what they call it, I think. So, yeah, that, yeah thank you. Great question, great question. Ethan Miller then asked me, which underrated character is my favorite, Ant-Man or Captain Marvel? I would have to say Ant-Man. Captain Marvel hasn't been in the MCU long enough to actually be underrated, especially because of the endgame fight. She was kind of like the main player, and she, she was just OP as hell. So I wouldn't say she's underrated. But Ant-Man, on the other hand, he has brought so much to the MCU that you don't even realize. Like, the fact the events of Endgame would have never happened without Ant-Man. So, I would say Ant-Man is the more underrated hero in the MCU. Just me personally. I mean, if you guys disagree, that, that's, that's, your, that's your opinion. Not mine, but yeah, it's your opinion. Another person named Jay, he asked me, what is my favorite comic book? And I would have to say, my favorite comic book is literally anything by Tom Taylor. That is probably one of my favorite Books. Tom Taylor is one of my favorite writers. All New Wolverine, Deceased, Injustice, Power Rangers versus Justice League. The, the guy is just an amazing writer. I've never read a bad book by them. Ethan Miller asked me, what is my oldest comic book? I would have to say it is a Jimmy Olsen, Superman's best ex-best pal. It was the first book that Jack Kirby ever drew up for DC Comics. That is the oldest book I would say I have in my collection, and it's super cool. I actually want it. The reason why I got it was because my sister did this thing where she was like, she went to the comic book store, and she ran up and down the, the wall of expensive comic books, and she just like had her eyes closed, and while she was running back and forth, she wanted me to say stop while I had my back time. Whatever she stopped on was the book I had to buy, and she happened to stop on that book. And But you know what? I'm not mad that I got that. So, yeah, that is my that is probably my my oldest book I have in my collection. What got me into Marvel Comics? I would say my dad. Um the first movie I ever saw was basically I I just I it was 2008, Iron Man just came out and I loved it so much and we had an 11-hour plane ride back home to the states. So my dad bought me a omnibus of the Invincible Iron Man book. And I actually still have it to this day. It's sitting on my bookshelf. And I, I do not plan on getting rid of it because you know, it's my first comic. You can't get rid of those. But um, I would say that's what really got me into comic books in general. I wouldn't say – because I'm not truly only into Marvel. I love DC more than Marvel, actually, if you ask me. So, yeah, the, great question, Aiden. Uh, great question. Now, Emily, my little sister, she asked me yet again – 
what is the most underrated female comic book character? That is a good question because there are so many to choose from. All right, so I sat here and I pondered that question. And the question was, who is the most underrated character? So I would say it's uh, Spider-Woman from uh, Jessica Drew. I would say Spider-Woman because, you know, she literally has the power to keep Hulk tamed. She one time told Hulk to go make her a sandwich, and he put on an apron and did it. You know, and that that's a power that not many people have. And, you know, I feel like she, she needs a little more love in the comic book world. I've been reading her newest uh, series, and it's pretty good so far. So, yeah, I would say it's Jessica Drew, Spider-Woman. Um, she, she's probably one of the most underrated female characters in the comic book world. I had to ponder that for a second. Great question, Em. Now, Jay asked me, what is the most expensive comic book I've ever bought or uh, most expensive comic book i've ever bought was a batman beyond uh first appearance it was the first appearance of terry mcginnis and batman beyond in comic books and i got it for uh, two hundred dollars so um basically i, I saw it it's graded at, it could be graded easily at a nine two if you look at it and i plan on getting kevin conroy to sign it so i'm very excited about that that's probably my most expensive comic great question what are your thoughts on, uh, Ethan Miller asked me, what are my thoughts on Bucky Barnes? My sister goes goo goo gaga over him. Dude, who doesn't go goo goo gaga over Sebastian Stan? We all stand Sebastian Stan up in here, but, uh, here at Comic Comedians at least. Um, my thoughts on Bucky Barnes, I mean, he's a cool character. He's a cool character. I've never really been the biggest Captain America fan in my life, but, um, Bucky Barnes is a pretty cool character. I was kind of upset when, uh, Falcon got the shield. I feel like Bucky really should have gotten it. But you know what? At the same time, I'm kind of glad that Falcon got it, and I can't wait to see their their show in uh, the MCU. That great, great question there, bud. Kami-sama asked me, where did I stay in Japan? Um, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I am a military brat. My dad uh, was in the Navy for 30 years. He was Command Master Chief. And uh, we were stationed at Subgroup 7 in Yokosuka, Japan. Um, so we it's uh, it, to put it in, it's about and two hour train ride away from Tokyo, if I remember correctly. Uh, I remember going to see movies. Movie tickets there were so freaking cheap. You have no idea. It was $2 for kids, $3 for adults. You can go see a movie for like $10 and that's including popcorn and a drink. And I remember going to see movies like multiple times. And this is probably part of the reason why I love movies so much. But yeah, that's where I stayed in Japan. It was called Yokosuka, Japan. Um, very beautiful place. Would recommend to anybody. I would recommend it to everybody who asks. Aiden Gaston asked me, what are my thoughts on the Arrowverse? My thoughts on the Arrowverse. Oh my God. It was good at first. I remember I watched almost the first five seasons of Arrow, but then I started to notice something with the Flash and then the uh, Legends of Tomorrow. It started to turn into soap operas for superheroes. I remember that almost perfectly. And I was just like, this is literally a soap opera with superheroes in it. And it was just annoying. The only thing I like about I came back for Crisis. But since then, I have not watched the Arrowverse. Um, it's okay if you guys like it. It's just not for me. You know what I mean? Uh, next, Let's see what the next question is. Okay. Here's a weird question. This is probably the weirdest one I've gotten so far. Do I eat orphans? No, I do not eat orphans. I am here to confirm that right now. I have never eaten an orphan. In my, I've never eaten a person in my life. I've probably eaten an orphan cow. 
a cow with no parents uh, because I love cheeseburgers. So, yeah, that's the only orphan I've ever eaten. <laughs> Just kidding, though. But, uh, yeah, no, I've never eaten an orphan. Got, good question. Hello. That was the name. Hello. Dallas923. You asked me, what is my favorite one of the two Amazing Spider-Men? But if you ask me, I'm pretty sure there are three. There's Andrew Garfield, there's Tobey Maguire, and there is Tom Holland. Um, of those three live-action Spider-Men, I would have to say that Tom is probably my favorite. You know, he is a perfect mix between, you know, bringing Peter Parker to life and spider-man because if you think about it they're kind of two people one has a mask on the other one but at the same time because it's like once he puts on the mask you know he's like a totally different person and tom has a good good way of fixing that toby on the other hand he also did a great job at doing that but i feel like he was a better peter parker and andrew he did not do a bad job all right uh, people give him way too much crap and you know it's whatever but if you had to ask me who my favorite spider-man is it's drake bell Ultimate Spider-Man. That is my favorite Spider-Man. Fight me. I don't care. So, uh, yeah, that is my favorite Spider-Man. Good question, though. <laughs> Ethan Miller asked me, if I had to kill off a Spider-Verse character, who would it be? Oh, no. Why would you ask me that? Ah, oh, man. From the original movie, um, if I had to kill off one of them characters, it'd probably be Penny Parker. I honestly don't feel like she added anything to the story. I mean, neither did Nicholas. I mean, neither did the other two from that from the three. You know, uh, Noir and uh, Spider Ham and Penny. But you know, I just didn't like Penny. I don't know what it was. I was not a fan. So yeah, if I had to kill off one of the Spider Verse characters, it'd probably be Penny. But she she still did a great job, you know, in the character. So, but yeah, that was a hard one for me. Yeah, good question. All right, Aiden is coming back with another question. It said. What comic or TV show makes you reminisce on your childhood? For me, it was Ninjago and Ben 10. There are so many shows that I grew up with, but like I said earlier, I grew up in Japan, so and they didn't have American television overseas. I mean, they didn't have Disney Channel overseas, I should say. I watched a lot of Nickelodeon, and I watched a lot of Cartoon Network. There was a show called Kappa Mikey. I was actually literally talking to my sister about this last night, or the other night. I was just like, do you remember that show Kappa Mikey? Because nobody ever talked about that. But that's like the only show I like really remember. But it was kind of, I actually watched one episode the other day. It was still pretty funny. But there was that show. I also watched Ben 10 as well. I watched a lot of Animaniacs. I watched uh, I watched a lot of Boomerang as well. You know, the Flintstones. Hanna-Barbera, really. I, I just love all of that stuff. So, yeah, reminiscing my childhood. But Foster's Home of Imaginary Friends was definitely the one that, that really hit there. So, yeah, good question. Are there any comic books that feel like they are realistic? That is a great question. Uh, Jay, I feel like that question, um, means a lot because, you know, the only book that really came to mind was The Boys, because especially in a time that we're living in right now, I feel like The Boys is probably the most accurate depiction of what superheroes would be like if they were real. You know what I mean? So, you know, they would be celebrities. That's how they would be. And I feel like that's, that, that's probably the best way of explaining the most realistic comic book because I feel like that's exactly how superheroes would act. They would feel like they could do anything just because they were superheroes. So yeah, I would feel that is the most realistic, but it's not for children. So the kids that listen to this podcast, The Boys is not for you. What is the first comic book I ever read? That is a great question, Krish. 
Chris, uh, one of my one of my uh, mutuals, he asked me what's one of the first comic books I ever read. Um, I can't tell you off the top of my head what my first comic book was, but the one that I remember owning, my first ever comic book, was probably the Invincible Iron Man Omnibus from 2008. So uh, that one is uh, probably probably one of the first books I ever read. Great, great question. Great question. Uh, Jay asked me. He said, "Are there any comic books that are emotional?" Yes. Dude, I actually do a whole series on my TikTok of emotional moments in comic books. That There's a writer. His name is Tom Taylor. That man will destroy your heart. I promise. That man, I, if you read Deceased, there are so many times that I cried during that. I remember uh, Bruce Wayne talking to Damien right before he turned into a zombie, telling him that he loved him and that he didn't tell him enough. Dude, I was just like, ah, why are you hurting me? Why are you doing these things to me? Why? You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, there are totally a lot of comic books that are emotional. Yes, great question. Great question. Now, somebody asked me earlier, he said, what is the most uh, embarrassing thing I've ever done? I told him, I said, there was this time in high school when I was an idiot. I said to, um, I, t- I was telling him about this story. I was like, I, I did theater in high school and I had I got called into work before rehearsal. So I, I told one of my castmates, I was like, all right, hey, can you tell the director that I got called into work and that I won't be able to make it a rehearsal today? And they said, all right, bet. So they did. And then right when they got to the end of the hall, it's like they just totally forgot what I said. So they said, oh, hey, Ben, what did you, what'd you want me to say that you went to work? And so I turn around and I just go, and by the way, this hallway was full of people. And I told him, I was like, no, tell her I'm going to go one out that's what i said and literally the entire hallway just went quiet and i was just like oh no and everybody just turned around one guy looked like he was ready to just whoop me and then he's and then this girl just goes bend go now and i was just like okay i'm out see ya and uh yeah that's probably one of the most embarrassing moments of my life i was just i was very embarrassed when that happened oh yes somebody asked me uh, what is my favorite podcast? Uh, my favorite podcast has got to be, my favorite podcast has got to be, uh, Comic Comedians, of course, this podcast here, I'm just kidding, but, um, no, my Darth Chaco, a good friend of mine on TikTok, he makes a lot of Star Wars content, he also runs his own podcast, and, um, he does one called The High Ground. And it's probably one of my favorite comments. I just love the fact that people can get together and they can just talk about something they love like so much. That's one of my favorite things. Same with Talking Tunes with Rob Paulson. Basically what he does, he's, he's a voice actor, very famous voice actor known for Animaniacs, Danny Phantom, all that jazz, so many more. Man of a thousand voices. And he had people on his podcast where they just talk shop about podcasts, about voice acting and I am such a big fan of voice acting. Probably one of my favorite things. So yeah, that that's one of my favorite podcasts. So Talking Tunes, The High Ground, and obviously my podcast, Comic Comedians. So yeah. Okay, so Ethan asked me, how old am I? I am a ripe age of 22 years old. I was born in 1998. Um, and yes, I know I'm very young for my age. Uh, I'm very, I'm not very young for my age. I am very young for knowing as much as I do. I, um... You know, with all the jobs I've had, you know, I used to work on cars. I used to be a telemarketer, pizza driver. I currently wash dishes. So I'm, you know, and I'm a jack of all trades. You know, I know all these things. I know all these things about comic books. You would think that I'm older. However, I'm not. I'm only 22 years old. And yeah, 
Thank you for asking, Ethan. That's a great question. Christian asked, am I excited for WandaVision and what am I hoping to see? I am very excited for WandaVision. That comes out this this Friday. Oh my gosh. And I'm so excited for it. I can't wait to see Evan Peters' character. I am hoping that it is Mephisto and uh, Marvel's Satan, if you will. And everybody thinks that Evan Peters is going to be playing Quicksilver, which I feel is what Marvel wants you to think. Because, you know, they're talking about multiverses and Spider-Man and how WandaVision is going to be tying into um, um, Doctor Strange, and then Doctor Strange is going to be tying into Spider-Man, so multiverses. No, if that's how they write the X-Men into the MCU, I will be very, very upset. What I believe he's going to be playing is Mephisto, because one, that's a scary character as it is. Mephisto actually had a cameo in the Loki trailer. Evan Peters did so many seasons on American Horror Story, and honestly, if you look at Mephisto and then a picture of Evan Peters side by side, it speaks for itself. So, yeah. That's what I'm hoping to see out of the out of this show. What's the thing that you regret the most that happened in your life? Um, you know, that's a really good question. Something I really do regret was I was hung up on one girl in high school and she was never into me. I wish I could have I wish I could just go back in time and tell myself that it's never going to happen, move on, find somebody else because there were so many people that I, you know, I you know, I could have actually had a future with, and, you know, I, I was hung up on one girl who used me and played with my heart in so many different ways. I'm not going to name names because, you know, that, I'm not that kind of person, but, you know, if I, if I do regret anything, I, I wish I could have, you know, been a little more of a social butterfly in high school. But yeah, but you know what? You win some, you lose some, you know what I'm saying? So whatever. All right, next question. <laughs> If I could get into a fist fight with one Power Ranger, Jonathan asked me, if I could get into one fist fight with a Power Ranger, who would it be? Ah, oh, man. Does it have to be a good Power Ranger or does it have to be a bad Power Ranger? I, you know what? I'm just going to go with a bad Power Ranger uh, because, you know, I don't want to fight a good Power Ranger. So I would probably get into a fight with Psycho Green. You know, me and, that, me and him, we have beef. I mean, as much as I love him so much, I feel like me and him, I feel like that'd be a good fight, you know? But if I could smack the hell out of somebody, it'd probably be Sky Tate from SPD. Just get your together. You know, that's what I'd say to him. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I would say to him. What is my favorite movie? That's a great question. My favorite movie, if I had to pick out any movie in the world, I would probably pick Back to the Future. Because, you know, that one, has a, I have a lot of good memories with that movie. I enjoy it so much. And, I've, you know, I've read the comic book series. I've read, I, I have it both on DVD and on Blu-ray, just in case somebody hasn't seen it yet and they don't have a Blu-ray player. I lend them my DVD copies. So, uh, but, yeah, Back to the Future is definitely one of my favorites because, you know, it's it's Back to the Future. You know, it's just a, it's just a great movie. You know, what? Like, do I really have to explain it? So, yeah, great question. What is my take on the R-rated Power Rangers on the, on YouTube? So Power Slash Rangers. I know exactly what you're talking about. The 14-minute short of a rated R Power Rangers movie. I thought it was pretty cool, actually. Um, I mean, it's not really what Power Rangers is meant to be. Power Rangers is meant to be one of those things that's like super like impactful on your life. However, this this one just takes all the Power Rangers and just murders them in cold blood right in front of your face. And I was just like, I mean, it was cool for what it was, but I don't want it to be a movie. That would suck as a movie. But yeah, yeah, um, it was okay, though. Christian asked me, if I had a time machine, if I could go to the past or the future, what would I do and why? I would go to the future. One, I can't screw up anything in the future because, you know, the future is the future. 
However, I would probably probably ride in a flying car. I'd go to the future. And for that reason is because, you know, one, I can't screw anything up. I would probably fly in a flying car, make the best of my life, probably see what I'm doing, but not really like mess with myself. But, you know, my future self would probably know I'm there, um, assuming if, if it's a time paradox the way we think it is. So, yeah, that, that will uh, probably be my favorite. So if Tony Stark used a time machine and came back in the MCU, how would I feel about that? I would be very upset if Tony Stark came back to the MCU with a time machine because you know what? They gave him a proper send-off in the movie. And the reason for that is, you know, like, you know, his story is done. You know, we're done with Tony Stark. He snapped his fingers, they gave him a funeral, and they sent him down the river. You know what I mean? And if they just brought him back, you know how betrayed I'd feel because, you know, how much I've actually, like, invested into Iron Man and what and whatnot. So... Yeah, I, I would say, like, I'd just be upset about that. You know, like, like don't get me wrong, RDJ is a great actor. He, he, and I would love for him to come back, but you know what? His story is done, and we don't need him anymore. So, yeah, that, that is my answer on the Tony Stark time machine. If I could make a superhero, what power would that person have? The power to not have social anxiety. Every person who doesn't have social anxiety to me is a superhero. I'm just kidding, though. Um, if I could really make a superhero like that, I would probably make a, you know what? It'd be the power to refill things because that'd be like the best power to have because you know what? If somebody's making you mad in a conversation, you could just refill their bladder and then they could, they could, they'd have to go to the bathroom. You know, I got low gas, refill my gas tank easily. Low air in my tires, refill the air in my tires. Boom. So yeah. I would have the power to refill things. That that would be the coolest power ever. We 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 call them re, we call them free refills. <laughs> yeah, his superhero name is Free Refills, and he would be dressed like a vending machine. That is my superhero. <laughs> what is my favorite Stan Lee cameo? That is a great question, Christian. Um, my favorite que- my favorite Stan Lee cameo would probably have to be the um, what is it? My favorite Stan Lee cameo would be the one from Ant-Man and the Wasp when his car shrank and then he just went, well, they told me the 70s were going to come back to me. <laughs> and I was just like, that, that, I was dead. That was probably the best line he ever made in any of the movies. Ah, yes, Vicky asked me, how are you? You know, I'm holding it together. I have that high anxiety, victim of society, high anxiety, victim of society, high anxiety, my... It's my high anxiety getting to the best of me, getting to the best of me. Yeah. So, uh, no, but in in all seriousness, I am, I'm fine. Thank you for asking so much. Somebody asked me, what is my favorite TikTok that I ever made? I would have to say my favorite TikTok (laughs) is, uh, it was actually one I recently just made. It was, uh, people think I'm serious all the time. I guess it's because of the tone of my voice, but I do joke around. I mean, hell, I got a freaking podcast called comic comedians and i said i was just like guys i'm not serious but if i ever want to get serious i'll tell you about the time i found myself in paris and then i photoshopped myself meeting myself in front of the eiffel tower and i was just like he was a really cool guy because i you know i found myself in paris i thought that was just the funny it did not get any hype on that video whatsoever it got like 100 likes but it was the funniest thing i ever made so yeah that is my favorite tiktok 
Ah, yes, my friend Darth Chaco, he asked me, what is my favorite Ninja Turtle? I, owe, I, I answered this earlier, but, you know, Brandon's a friend of mine, so, you know, I owe it to him to answer. I would say it is Donatello because I use a bow staff. Bow staffs are the coolest, and, you know, Donatello does not get enough love. So, yeah, I would say it's Donatello. So, yeah. And finally, Christian asked me, what would be my dream car? I would say it would be a future car where... You know, it runs on water, it flies, but it also has good tires because it can drive on the regular road just in case I need to drive on the regular road. And, uh, yeah, it, it does all that. It Go back in time. It's a time traveling. It's also a boat. It can be used as a submarine kind of car, like from Spy Kids. Super cool like that. So, yeah, that is my dream car right there. It'd be like a DeLorean and the Jetsons met. That That's what it would look like. That would be my dream car. And to close out this podcast... Uh, Noah, he asked me, what do I love about TikTok and my fans so much? The thing I love mostly is the fact that I'm able to interact with you guys. I mean, this entire podcast, I've just been sitting here and talking to you guys, answering questions, talking about superheroes, and you know, this is what I want to do. You guys have really helped me get out of my shell. Before TikTok, I was literally just a kid sitting in my room reading comic books and thinking about the next Avengers movie, and now I'm, well, I'm still the same thing, but... I could talk to people about it, and I've actually made friends through this app. And it's all because I reached out of my shell and shook somebody's hand and said, Hey, do you want to be on my podcast? And now I have a group of friends of TikTokers, and we are all growing at the same time. There's like 20 people I'm sending this video to. I'm talking to you. So guys, thank you guys so much for all your support. I love you all, and I'm going to keep giving you guys content as much as you guys keep asking for it. And that's all the time we have for today. Thank you guys so much for coming on to the podcast, man. I thought that was a beautiful closing that we just did. Thank you, uh, Noah. That really, that was a really good question. But until next time, guys, wash your hands, wear your mask, and peace out, Girl Scouts. May the power protect you. Bye.